Good morning for Tuesday, March 22, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Grievances tax new day of openness. U.S. will try to open phone without Apple, and most Republicans say the 2016 race is embarrassing. In today's national headlines, Chief Justice has a stern rebuke for senators. A new Middle Eastern trouble spot. A city in Ohio. And in the Capitol, Trump touts his serious side. In today's business headlines, shake-up at Valiant signals the end of an era. No respite for a Yahoo, now battling on two fronts, and jury adds $25 million to Gawker Bill in Hulk Hogan case. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times guest columnist Nancy Pelosi. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Havana by Julie Hirschfeld Davis and Damian Cave. Grievances tax, new day of openness. President Obama stood beside President Raul Castro on Monday and declared a new day of openness between the United States and Cuba, but old grievances and disputes over human rights marred a groundbreaking meeting. The two presidents engaged in a frank and at times awkward exchange with each other and reporters. The two leaders traded criticism with each other's countries, even as both said they were committed to continuing on the path to normalizing relations. Give me a list of the political prisoners and I will release them immediately, Castro said, asked by a reporter about dissidents his government has arrested. Human rights groups produced rosters of people they said had been imprisoned in Cuba for demonstrating against or otherwise challenging the government. Castro sought to turn the human rights criticism on the United States, arguing that countries that do not provide universal health care, education, and equal pay are in no position to lecture Cuba. He also said the United States military base at Guantanamo Bay should be returned to Cuba. Obama said he had pressed Castro in their meeting over Cuba's treatment of dissidents and reaffirmed that he would meet with some dissidents privately on Tuesday. But he also assured Castro that the United States had no intention of dictating his country's future. I affirm that Cuba's destiny will not be decided by the United States or any other nation, Obama said. Cuba is sovereign and rightly has great pride, and the future of Cuba will be decided by Cubans, not by anybody else. Obama went a step further in comments likely to be seized upon by critics of his push to pursue an opening with Cuba, conceding that the United States must face up to Castro's criticisms. I actually welcome President Castro commenting on some of the areas where he feels that we're falling short, because I think we should not be immune or afraid of criticism or discussion as well, Obama said.